You are officially 0%. Oh my god! <laughs> K-R-Z-L-E. Yeah. <laughs> Charles. <laughs> yeah. This former independent ranch foreman. Butterfly kisses. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, this is my favorite part of the show is listening to you like this is, this is, think this is of like, something and then we'll go back on it loud. and then... Welcome to the yet-to-be-named movie podcast. Uh, I'm yes, Thomas. episode one. And I'm Will. In this show, what we're going to try to do is um, I'm going to pick somewhat at random three separate movies. Uh, Will does not know what they are. And he is... Possibly. Uh, right. Well... Well, as I pick them, you don't know what they are. <laughs> and I'm going to be reading um, the uh, IMDb synopsis for each one of these three movies. And uh, then I will give the titles for the three separate movies. And Will has to match up the synopsis with the title of the movie. Um, yes. And I'm, I'm, I'm notorious, at least between you and I. For for misremembering or just not even remembering at all, movie titles. I can remember like what happens in a movie. I can visually see the movie, but I'm not great at remembering titles. So, my task is to hear these descriptions and then try to figure out not only if I have seen them, <laughs> can I even recall the title, <laughs> but if I haven't, just trying to get the title matched up with the um, with the description. And hopefully the descriptions are. Or uh, <laughs> not too crazy. I know like there's some genres of films out there where like you could explain exactly what happens in the movie, but the title is not going to be anywhere related <laughs> yeah. to the content. So that'll be fun. Okay. All right. Yeah. So let's so, get to the first one. Yeah, I like part of the fun is that um, even if I do pick a movie that you've seen, <laughs> it, it might not even matter. <laughs> uh, no, there's a good. There's a high probability that. Like, you will explain something or describe a movie that I have seen and I still will not remember. Now, I'm sure that, like, once you, um, you know, towards the end, after all three are given, once you list off the title, I, I hope that rings a bell. <laughs> if right. not, I might need checked out for, like, dementia or something. But, um, right. But, yeah, I, I, there's a chance that I won't remember until until then, if I even do. Okay. So, one of, it does, it's not even really a, like an actual rule but i think one of the like uh rules for myself that i kind of wanted to try to do which i'm immediately breaking on this first episode is oh. <laughs> is that establish the rule and then you're like nah. yeah but not in this one <laughs> um i wanted to try to do i wanted to try to do it where it's always a movie that i have at least seen like all okay. the movies that I pick are something that I've seen, but one of these three is one that I have not seen. So I'm immediately breaking that rule on this first one. But okay, but whenever you say immediately, you just mean this episode, right? Like, right. don't tell me because I kind of want there to be like this sec, this this now like second game. Um, <laughs> have uh, I like, seen uh, all of these? <laughs> figure out. No, I want to figure out which one you haven't seen. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can. I can do that. I can always. I'll throw one in there that I haven't seen. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, you don't always have to. I'm just yeah. saying, if, the, if it happens to be that, that there is one, I do want to try to guess that. Okay, so just to recap, you're going to give three descriptions of films, 
and then you're going to give three titles, mm -hmm. and then I have to link uh, which title goes to which description. Yes. And now there's this side game of which one haven't you seen? Yes. And then did we explain the rating? Yes, that's the other part. There's a bonus portion where... Um, going off of the uh, star rating on the internet movie database, um, you're going to try to guess the order of the star ranking that each movie has. You're going to guess which one has the highest rating, which one's the middle. Right. Right. Okay. And then which one has the lowest rating. Yes. So the first one, the description is as follows. Okay. I feel like there should be like some intense music like you know how how back in the day like uh who wants to be a millionaire like the lights would go down <laughs> yeah. that should be what happens right here. that really should the first description is the lives of a disparate group of contestants intertwine in an inhumanely grueling dance marathon oh that's the full description <laughs> okay uh, uh sorry since this is the first this is the first go with this um Will I get any other information as far as genre or or, or date of production or anything yeah. like that, or, or no? Yeah, I can tell you that if, if you would like. Okay. Yeah, this movie is from uh, 1969. Oh, okay. Um, Not my wheelhouse. And, yeah. You know what? In fact, maybe I'm going to... I will tell you the, the years, but I think I'm going to leave the genre out because I think telling you the genre might give some of these away. Okay, that's fair. Uh, maybe yeah. not in this one, but yeah, in the future. Um, this one, but that, I, I agree. In the future, that that could be a uh, a big handicap. Yes. So to to repeat again, the lives of a disparate group of contestants intertwine in an inhumanely grueling dance marathon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it sounds awesome until you say dance marathon. It's just yeah. like, okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, it still sounds awesome, and just a different type of awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> the next, you ready for the next one? Nine, right? That was nineteen sixty-nine. Correct. Yes, I'm. I'm ready for the next. One. Um, I will go ahead up front and tell you this one is from nineteen seventy-eight. Okay. Um, which also is going to be a big help for you, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> the closer to some, I mean, we're getting uh, at least decade-wise, we're yeah. getting closer to some more popular films. So yeah, that is a little bit helpful. Yeah. So this one, you're going to get also the description has the name of the main character. So I'm, I mean, which obviously will not help you <laughs> at all. So uh, this one is as follows. Billy Hayes, an American college student, is caught smuggling drugs out of Turkey and thrown into prison. That's all oh, it says. <laughs> kind of rings a bell. Yeah. It's not the the name didn't ring a bell at all, but oh man, that yeah. I I can't say that I've seen that one, but that does. There's something tickling in the memory in my brain. Yeah, so, say it again. He smuggles. He he's a college student and yes. he smuggles the whole drugs the entire synopsis is Billy Hayes, an American college student, is caught smuggling drugs out of Turkey and thrown in, into prison. I'm assuming he's thrown into prison in Turkey. That is what I understand. Yes. All right. He's in oh, a Turkish so you haven't prison. seen this one. Oh, maybe that was a maybe that was a gimmick to it, get your information. <laughs> you don't know what I know. Don't. No, I don't. And then, uh, so are you ready for the third and final one? Yeah. Well, well, let's try this. All right. This one 
is from 19, I believe, 57. 1957 is when this one's from. Even older, okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the uh, synopsis for this one is as follows. An independent former ranch foreman is kidnapped along with an heiress who is being held for ransom by a trio of ruthless outlaws. Okay. Um, yep. What? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, an independent I'm going to try to I'm going to try to just for my own sake like reiterate yeah. what you just said without yep. any help. So, an independent ranch hand and an heiress, I'm guessing to the ranch. So it's, it's probably some like, like is kidnapped along with an heiress. Oh, who is being okay. held? How, how, how about you tell me the synopsis again? Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that'll be the the other game. The other part is I read it, and then you have to try to remember <laughs> the exact words that I just said. <laughs> that'll never work. <laughs> this one again is an independent former ranch foreman. Former. Okay. A former ranch foreman. Who works independently? Early <laughs> though. Yes, is kidnapped along with an heiress who is being held for ransom by a trio of ruthless outlaws. The heiress okay. is being held for ransom by a trio of ruthless outlaws, and the former ranch foreman gets kidnapped along with her. Okay, so I'll get back to the other two movies in a minute, but okay. this one is like. This one's a full movie. This one's like... <laughs> and I will tell you, this one is the shortest of the three movies. As far um, as runtime goes? Yes, by like... Um, so the runtime of this one... We, we can do runtimes, that doesn't matter. This one... Sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, that's why it doesn't matter. This The runtime for this movie is an hour and 18 minutes. Oh, wow. The runtime of the first movie I told you from 1969... Which was the dancers? Yes, who... the dance marathon. Okay, the dance marathon. That one okay. is two hours and nine minutes. Odd. <laughs> it's a it's a grueling dance marathon, and you you have to watch the whole thing. Or just to watch <laughs> it. That has to be an Italian film. <laughs> and then the uh, the nineteen seventy eight movie is two hours and one minute. So the third one, the one that you said, that's a full movie. That one is shorter than the other two movies. By yeah, like 45 but I mean, minutes. I've eaten some big meals very quickly. I don't think I don't think duration. I think you're still gonna feel stuffed, but it's but it's cool that they were able to get in and out. Yeah. Um, now maybe the story doesn't have, mm-hmm. but the fact that the character, the first, so this, I'm gonna assume a lot here. So okay, an independent, what'd you, what'd you call him again? Ranch ranch foreman. The... I, I did not call him anything. The IMDb synopsis <laughs> calls him <laughs> an independent former ranch foreman. What does that... Where does that come... Like, who... We're, like, writing a character. We've done this before. And I don't know if I've ever, like, added so many... Um, characterizations like onto one four words to describe <laughs> would have just stopped at like uh independent foreman ranch foreman yeah you know, or, or just like a ranch uh, a ranch former? foreman <laughs> like for, like why do we need to know that he's a former so did so i'm assuming if that is important mm-hmm. that like he came back to like like he was pulled out of retirement or like yeah. he was like 
he was like, I, I quit this job, you know, years ago. I'm assuming he's an older guy, but maybe he's not, too. But it sounds like he is. Cause he's, you yeah, say, I former. mean, based on the synopsis, if it's specifically stating that he is a former ranch form, an independent former ranch foreman. Independent, which, which means that he was like a, like a, like he went from ranch to ranch as they needed help. Yeah. And he kind of, he kind of ran the ranch. Uh-huh. Uh, because whoever owned the ranch needed that assistance. Okay, I get that. And then now you say former, which means he quit that. Okay, yeah. so so the heiress, I'm going to also assume, because again, why does it matter that he's a ranch foreman? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm going to assume that the heiress was, or is in some way related to the ranch. Or a it, ranch. It seems to it be say. presumed, as, and it and it's especially interesting that it specifically states that he's a former ranch foreman. So they're telling you what he is not anymore in this description. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. You would, okay. So you are led to assume that that must be in some way relevant to the story that's being told. Then, so yeah. there's all of them, right? This this former independent ranch foreman and this heiress somehow they they end up in the same Mm -hmm. vicinity or in the same uh situation but then on top of that they are kidnapped and held for ransom yeah by whom who was kidnapping what i'm picturing being like a 50 year old man a trio of ruthless outlaws (laughs) that's who (laughs) why not just kidnap the heiress like what value? What value doesn't a former, <laughs> a former independent ranch foreman have to anyone? To anyone, he's he's retired and he worked for himself. It would be one thing if like he owned like a family ranch and you want to like get ransom out of his family, but he's a loner. He's a loner who no longer works. And you're like, ah, oh, this guy's. I'm gonna get like an extra bag of money. Okay. Maybe so he's an independent contractor who like skips out on doing the taxes, and it, so he's got all this extra cash stashed away. Yeah. Okay. So there, so that's that's an interesting one. I will, I'm, I'm also. Go oh, ahead. I was gonna say one other little tidbit that will not be any kind of a hint, but just a little fun fact, is that one of these three titles is in fact a part of the Criterion Collection. One of these three. okay okay but before we get to the titles i want to go back i want to go back to the first movie which is the Mm -hmm. um what was it again the gruesome dance marathon or something like Uh, that it's phrased as a inhumanely grueling dance marathon (laughs) okay so it sounds like people are being forced to dance and what year was that again 69 and are you allowed to tell me if it's black and white or color it is in color I think I know what movie this is, but I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna, I feel like this is like uh, in the vein of like Ed Wood, um, in the vein of like the really, um, yeah. well, you, well, you said it was a drama, but it, so clearly it's yeah. not like that, but but it feels like it's it's one of those things where like like barely anything happens for way too long, and the director thought that was enough plot <laughs> yeah. to like make people like you know pay uh, seventy cents to go sit in the theater or whatever, <laughs> and that's what it really feels like. Um, so, uh, I don't know if I can say any much more about that movie. Um, I'm going to hate myself if that's the one that I, that I actually end up knowing. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, so um, the uh, Inhumane Dance Marathon, like mm-hmm. I said, I, I feel like I... I feel like I'm just... And I, know, I don't think it's because... Inhumanely grueling. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Inhumanely grueling. Like, it just... That feels like that's going to be... I don't know why. I, I mean, it's not. I'm going to say it's not. And this isn't my guess because I don't know the titles. But I feel like that Like that reminds me of um, uh, Orgy of the Dead, I think it was. Or was it... Um, there was some really bad, like, um, uh, horror, horror, and we're using the term real lightly here, um, mm-hmm. horror film. Was it Dance of the Dead or like Dance of the Macabre or something like that? There's Orgy of the Dead, yeah. Dead yep. is one of those movies where like literally it is it is like 70 minutes of just yep. scantily clad individual women yes, that's the one. dancing yeah. next to a tombstone. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like that is that is the plot. That's what this feels like. But I could be <laughs> yeah. really wrong. This is probably the Criterion Collection one. Um, okay, so now the <laughs> middle... <laughs> <laughs> you're so like, the, you're like the, the director probably just thinks that this means something and so it's in the Criterion Collection Terry can like yeah. has deeper yeah it's just the description is really bad <laughs> um, yeah uh, I mean I mean, because you could say Dance Marathon you could say you know I mean you know that could be that could really be um, a metaphor you know that really could be a metaphor for something um, but the description is just super is super super dumbed down and vague because a lot of these IMD, IM, uh, IMDB, there we go, descriptions are just like user submitted, yeah. right? They're not off of like the, affix, like the official DVD box or VHS box. So, right. Um, so that's uh, also going to be fun to deal with. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, the second movie, if I remember correctly, yes. was, um, hold on, because I, I don't remember correctly. It, <laughs> it was, so we had the dance one, we had the, the cowboy uh, kidnapping one, and then in the middle... We had, uh, I can't remember it all. What was it again? Yep. Uh, it is Billy Hayes, an American college student, is caught smuggling drugs out of Turkey and thrown into prison. So it's from 78. Correct. Um, so this one feels much more action-y. It's not, I don't think it's based on a true story. Um, I mean, okay. Yeah, I mean, like, that one just feels like your typical, like, late 70s kind of, like, um, crime, crime thriller. No, not even thriller. Thriller is too strong of a word. But you know, like uh, I'm trying to th- again. I'm trying to think of other movies, and I can't even remember those titles. Um, um, yeah, I, I think I feel like I know this genre, uh, but it's not one of those uh, movies or types of films that really grabs my attention. Because <sighs> there's just nothing there. I mean. Anything could happen. Like what you know, what kind of drugs are is, is he smuggling? Is it coke? Is it you know, mm-hmm. is it the weed? Um, <laughs> but at a turkey, so maybe it's like heroin. Maybe it's some kind of like opiate. Maybe it's something stronger than that. Who knows? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, this description's very vague. Smuggling drugs. Right, drugs at a yeah. turkey, and he gets arrested. Smuggling contraband. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Uh. uh, uh before the should I guess which one you don't know? Because I'm pretty sure I know which one you don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's the third one that you haven't seen. The independent former ranch foreman. Yes. Incorrect. You have seen that one? Oh yeah. my gosh! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I haven't seen. Uh, I mean, go ahead and tell me. Oh yeah. Already, already I have good. not seen the Turkish prison one. 
Okay. Well, that yeah. was that was really good on your part for playing that whole thing <laughs> yeah. dumb. I tried. I'm trying. That was good. That was awesome. Okay. Yeah, because I would have guessed that you had no idea why um, a, 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 an independent former ranch hand was uh, was kidnapped. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, go ahead uh, and give me all three titles, mm-hmm. and then I'll have to like do some some guesswork here and some uh, educated hits to try to link them up go ahead Yeah. now this is where you're gonna have to remember the titles and remember what what the descriptions are all together first movie was was turkish dancing in a cowboy's farm right that was the first movie no the first one is the dance marathon (laughs) no i know yes i'm gonna end up mixing them all together okay titles title yep so our first title is midnight express Okay. Okay. That was that one feels like that's that's very specific. I think I I know what that one is. Go ahead. I feel and confident. You have the tall T. Oh, fuck. What? And wait, you wait, have uh, Wait, wait, hold on. Is, is T T E A or T E E? No, the letter T. Go oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Midnight okay. Express, you have the tall T and you have they shoot horses, don't they? <laughs> now, I they feel sh- like that They one. shoot horses, comma, don't they? Question mark. I feel like that one is thrown in, like, like I'm supposed to say that's the, that's the ranch hand one. That's what I feel like that one's done. Like, I, that's what I feel. It's like, the, you, you just put that in there just to be like, oh, cowboys, horses, boom. Or maybe, it is. maybe... maybe it's a double bluff. You never know. <laughs> okay, first thing I'm going to say though is um, the tall T. Yeah. Is it the tall T or a tall T? It is the the tall T. The tall T. Yeah. And then we have Midnight Express, which Midnight Express. The reason, like the reason I, I had like a reaction to that one, is because that feels very much like a late '70s, early '80s movie title. Mm-hmm. Like it, I don't even care like what it goes with it feels like that had like a room of people thinking about like what what's going to look cool on the poster oh yeah like, that's what that feels like right yeah. and then we could also say that maybe you know maybe um um billy hayes his his mission or his or his uh his um uh, whatever right his goal was to get out of turkey at midnight like in the cover of darkness and he and that's where he got you know uh found maybe on, on a train even too right Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm thinking. I'm having. This is not my official selection. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking. I'm thinking that Midnight Express goes with the 1978 Billy Hayes Turkey drug smuggling prison. Well, I haven't. I haven't picked yet. I just think that's where that's going, because I still have the tall T. <laughs> yeah. And they shoot horses, comma, don't they? <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Because neither of those two, well, okay. Clearly, the horses one feels like it goes with the fifth. What was it again? Fifty-seven, fifty-eight, fifty-seven. Yeah, seven. Mm-hmm. The fifty-seven potentially western. Um, is that pre Hayes Code? Hmm. I can't remember when Hayes when the Hayes Code started. Shh, I, I could look that up, but that would be that would be. Uh, uh, that would be cheating of me. Um, That's fine. uh, I'll look it up. 
I think I think the Hays Code started in I know it ended in '68. Guidelines that Hollywood films were made to follow between the early 1930s and late 1960s. Okay, so it was during. I thought I thought Hays Code started later than that. Okay, I'll, okay, never mind then. That doesn't help me clearly. Um, well, the only reason I asked was because you know it's about like um, what films can and can't show, mm-hmm. and I was thinking that maybe that was still early enough. Or maybe it's actually because it's later. Ooh, that could be a possibility, too. I'm thinking with the title, They Shoot Horses, Don't They? That feels as though, like... Um, I mean, clearly, the horse the horse and ranch thing goes together. But I'm also thinking now that this is a double bluff and that um, it was titled that because we're getting towards the end of the Hayes Code era and we're really wanting to, like, entice um, uh, audiences with some stuff that may be potentially, at least in the title, hints at maybe, possibly, something more intense than what the Hayes Code films were allowing before. Okay. So I'm I'm thinking maybe that the horses one goes with the ranch hand. But that leaves the tall T for the the dance the dance thing. Yeah. What does that even mean? Sixty nine. <laughs> And it's just the letter T. Correct. And the tall T is about a inhumane, grotesque dance. What was it again? <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, it is the lives of a disparate group. Of contestants. The group, that's right. Contestants. I forget about the contestants. Intertwine oh in an inhumanely grueling dance marathon. So they're contestants. I forgot about the contestants part of it. Yep. Oh my. I forgot all about the contestants part. So are they contestants on like a reality type show? Like a, like a 1960s French or Italian weird reality show? Where like the participants are forced to death and t- or forced to dance until they die. Oh, and maybe like maybe like the English title is the Tall T, but like the the foreign language title is actually something that makes way more sense yeah. in the original language. That is possible. Oh. Foreign titles are up in the air. But why would why would the American distributor call it the Tall T? That's the that's the interesting thing. <laughs> Oh, is it spelled, Ma? It's not. It's just the letter T. <laughs> and the poster? Get this, Billy. The poster is just a tall letter I like, T. I like that. You're like, is it T-E-A or T-E-E? <laughs> no, it's just the letter T. Because <laughs> well, I was I was thinking yeah. maybe it was like ish T, maybe. And I was like, oh, okay. And then T, turkey. I don't know. That's how I was going originally, mm-hmm. but no. Um, contest. I forget about the... So, yeah, so, back to the first film. I really did forget... Even in our like recap earlier, I forgot about the contestants part of this inhumane dance marathon. Oh man, I forgot about because that does sound more interesting now. I don't know why I forgot about that like instantly. I mean, clearly you said that. Yeah, a couple times. <laughs> I was so fascinated with the dance yeah. part about it that I forgot that. Yeah, you were like, you were like. It's like it sounds awesome until you say dance marathon. <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean, it's still, it's, I still stand by that statement because, like, you know, it's, it sounds like it could be 
almost like a um, uh, oh here I, I'm trying to remember a movie I can't remember the, the title is it um, shoot is it like the perfect game or the or, or what's the what's the movie that the story is uh, the the people the rich people own the island and they hunt other humans. The most dangerous game. Most dangerous, the most dangerous game. game. Yeah. That's what it's called. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's what it kind of felt like at first. Whenever you were describing that, right? Like, like these contestants, this group of of people who don't know each other, are forced to <clears throat> work together as they're being watched, basically. So almost kind of like a, um, a squid game, or yeah, yeah, squid games type, uh, you know, situation. Um, uh, and this inhumane. So it sounds really like dark and gritty, uh, grotesque. It sounds, you know, it sounds, and then dance marathon, and I was just like, "Oh, that's really left field." <laughs> so, so the dance thing really did like throw me. Um, okay, I don't think it's they shoot horses, don't they? I don't, I don't feel like. I mean, unless that's like a really weird bastardization of the foreign title. They shoot horses, don't they? Oh man, <clears throat> I still feel, okay. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and lock in Midnight Express as the Billy Hayes uh, drug smuggling uh, Turkish uh, slightly action thriller. But don't tell me if I'm right or wrong. I'm just going to lock that in. Okay. (sighs) An independent former ranch hand. Ranch Ranch foreman. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry sorry to disparage the the fella. (laughs) And an heiress are kidnapped by a ruthless gang and held for ransom. I feel like someone in that movie from 57 says the line, they shoot horses, don't they? I feel like that's one of those things where like they didn't know what to call it. So they just pulled like the guy like leaning against the train station, wondering, you know, what that gang of, of, of thugs is all about or whatever. I don't know. That's what it feels like. But how does the tall T fit into a group of contestants and a inhumane dance marathon? Well, the tricky thing with this game is that it doesn't necessarily have to. <laughs> it might not fit at all. You don't know. <laughs> But I mean, I'm kind of, I'm just trying not to do a coin flip is what I'm trying to do, right? Because I feel really confident about Midnight Express. I could be completely off on that too, but I feel really confident on that. I don't think the tall T fits with the Billy Hayes Turkish, that, that doesn't feel right. I could see a Western being called the tall T. Like I could see that being... um like the nickname of the independent former ranch foreman, like he was called Tall T, right? And he's like, he, even though he's kidnapped, he still ends up somehow like saving the day. I could see that. But then, okay, if that's the case, then how the hell does they shoot horses, don't they? Fit in with this dance marathon. Uh, this is tough. So I'm, I'm just trying not to flip a coin. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to like work my way Logically through this. Okay. I think I might just have to, like, go for it. I feel like people are screaming at me um, to just to just stick with 
the obvious to to call the bluff to call the 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 double bluff i i feel and put they shoot horses don't they with the independent former ranch foreman and heiress who are kidnapped by the ruthless gang and held for ransom which means the tall t goes with the first film about the uh, group of contestants who are uh, intertwined and forced to uh, endure a incredibly inhumane and and whatever dance marathon so it goes it goes the tall t midnight express and they shoot horses don't they that's my i'm locking that in tell me did did i we need like a sound effect did i get like the price is right did they get one correct <laughs> are you ready to know how many you got correct yeah so okay, so yeah so just tell me how many i got correct if any and if i and then i'll try to like yeah. change don't tell me which ones okay right just tell me yeah. did i get any correct you got one of the three correct <laughs> i got midnight express correct <laughs> Okay, Bob, I'm going to switch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to switch. Now, I, I, in all fairness, I should only get one more chance. Um, uh, I'm going, I am going to just switch since it was basically a coin flip. I still, okay, I'm going to go back now on Kong at the Bluff. And I don't understand. I just had a thought. Hold on. Okay. What if they shoot horses? They shoot horses, don't they? Is that slang for heroin? No, I'm, I'm going to keep Midnight Express locked in where it's locked in. I'm going to go with the group of contestants, uh, intertwined, whatever, inhumane dance marathon as some weird translated or just stupid um, studio decision to rename it. They shoot horses, don't they? As the first film. And then the tall T, I'm going to say that the hero of the film is the independent former wrench a foreman and he goes by the tall t so that's i'm locking that in that's my final 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 before i tell Please you tell anything me. do you also want to take this moment to guess which one of the three is in the criterion collection oh that's right um yeah i will take this moment um oh goodness i feel like it, i feel like it has to be they shoot horses don't they that feels like a criterion collection movie title all right <laughs> <laughs> you don't seem confident <laughs> i love the all right <laughs> thanks <laughs> thanks <laughs> i'm guessing i got something wrong all Tell right me. well so after your switch <laughs> you officially end with three out of three correct However, your reasoning for all of them is incorrect, but you still got the you still well, got the correct answers. Midnight Express, I honestly can't say whether your reasoning for that title is correct because I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know. So, so I feel that that one's either a reference to the drug, uh -huh. right, Midnight Express, or that literally yeah. the whole thing takes place. He's trying to get in and out of the country on, on a train. Yeah. Again, somebody listening is probably yelling, and we're sorry. We'll, we'll watch that for like this week's movie or something like that. <laughs> um, so they shoot horses, comma don't they? Is yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, so is that a foreign film? No, it is not. None of these wow, three are foreign. Nope. Um, so 
that movie is uh, directed by Sidney Pollack, who would wow. would go on to make Tootsie. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the one where I I was like uh, I wonder if I should if I could throw in the director's names and jumble. Yeah, that wouldn't have helped at all though. I, I mean, I've heard of, I've heard of Sydney, um, but I, I would not have helped. The me movie all. stars Jane Fonda, and wow, really, uh, it has uh, Bruce Dern and Al oh Lewis, um, who is Grandpa in uh, the Monsters, and um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so. They shoot horses, don't they? 1969. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the title is, quote, a reference to the normal practice of putting injured horses out of their misery. And so... Because they're, like, they're, it's the inhumane... Yeah. Uh, yep. And also okay. all of the people in the movie are, like, uh, they have, like, uh, personal struggles that they're... Uh, Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So I, this movie like, has more to it than what I gave it credit like, for. Like uh, uh, Jane Fonda's character has like, like her character has like recently attempted suicide, uh, and like yeah, like all the characters that are there kind of have like uh, different issues and stuff like that. So. Um, okay, so this definitely is a metaphor film. Yeah, and it uh, the movie was. Let me see here. It was an Oscar winner. Uh, Gig Young won Best Actor in a Supporting Role. And it was also nominated Best Actress in a Leading Role for Jane Fonda, Best Actress in a Supporting Role for <laughs> Susanna York, Best Director, Sidney Pollock, Best Writing, Screenplay, Based on Material from Another Medium, uh, Best Art Direction, Best Costume Design, Best Film Editing, Best Score. I wonder if it was a play first. Six, seven, eight. So it had nine Academy Award nominations, and it won one. It's based on a novel of the same title. Okay. Okay. Um, and then brings us to... Being based on a novel makes sense why the name is also so strange, yes. right? Yes. Like Blade, Blade Runner was almost called Do, uh, Electric, Do, uh, Do, uh, Electric, Electric Sheep. Sheep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then that brings us to The Tall T. Which is the Criterion Collection title? Dang it! Um, let me. I I did almost pick that one, but I, I decided to go with the more like fancy sounding title. Yeah. So there is a. It's actually newly in the Criterion Collection. There is a a five movie box set that just came out of uh, five different westerns made by this director and uh, starring Randolph Scott, uh, Scott in the lead role. Um, the Tall T title comes from, uh, it's like the name of the ranch. Okay. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the main character played by Randolph Scott is uh, named Pat Brennan, but he just goes by Brennan, like everybody just calls him Brennan in the movie. Um, it's ringing a bell, too. That, that rings a bell. Brennan? I've heard of that before, I think. Um, yeah, it's. I actually just watched that movie last week. Uh, so then the heiress is the heiress to the tall T. She, um... Was she? I'm trying to think now if she was, if that is the case. Oil of the films. But <laughs> <laughs> yes. I just assumed. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I guess I won't say. But uh, okay. Yeah. So okay. essentially, though, I will say that um, a stagecoach comes up uh, to this uh, ranch that our lead character was at in the beginning of the movie, and then he like went into town. Why was he there? He's a former independent. Oh, ranch for the opening of the movie he just kind of like strolls in like he knows the people that like live there on that ranch or something he just like pops in and says hi or something yeah um and then like the kid is like oh, if you're going into town can you grab me a candy or something and then he he does what was that was that what you just played was that an actual clip from the movie yeah that was really yeah i good. Cut, okay. cut in that was the actual child um <laughs> yeah his it's that's played. It's one of those where like the child is played by like a twenty-four year old. Twenty-year-old, <laughs> but he's supposed yeah. to be like eight. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, actually, the the box set that that came in, it's all they're four K, and it was one of maybe the only times ever that um, whenever the like the movie started and you see the picture quality, I actually audibly was like, "Whoa," because it. The movie's from 57, and so I expected it to like look like an old-ass movie. And it did during the opening credits, the opening credit sequence. It was kind of more grainy and scratchy looking. And then once the credits faded out, it looked like the movie could have been shot like last year. It was crazy. Like, Do you know what it was shot on? Uh, was, it, was it 65? or? Um, that is a good question. Let me pull it up and look. I'm not sure. Usually, the, you know, like the, the opening credit sequence was was not done on the original film, right. you know, that it was shot on. So that w that could be why it looks worse. Um, <clears throat> Panavision. According to IMDb, it was shot on 35. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. It looks that good. Cool. Yeah, and then um, the movie was also, like, w like, for 1957, it was, like, way more violent and fucked up than I expected. Kind of going with with the uh, with with titling it, um, they you know they uh, don't they shoot horses don't they? And and my whole Hayes Code um, tangent was because there was a time basically when they were like people were tired of the Hayes Code, but it you know so like it started it started to like fall out of practice as close as they could get to falling out of practice long before it was officially like retired. So that's why I was asking about the day. I couldn't re remember when it started. And uh, I knew it was, like I said, I knew it was like 60-something, 68, I think, whenever it, it ended, uh, officially ended. But I do remember learning um, way back when that, uh, that yeah, it, was, it essentially got to the point where, like, um, studios kept pushing um, the boundary, you know, of, like, what the Hays Code was supposed to be um, controlling. And uh, they did that more and more and more until basically everyone was kind of like, okay, no more haste code, we're done, you know. Uh, so that's why I was like, maybe you know, maybe they're trying to get with like you know, they they shoot horses, don't they? Maybe they're trying to get that whole you know thing. So it's interesting that you did say that the movie was a little bit more violent and intense um, for '57. That's cool. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I mean, obviously '57. It's not like there's blood everywhere or anything like, but like, but yeah, there's there's like. It was kind of disturbing. I thought, like, well, at least more than I thought. What's that? Is it in color or black and white? It's in color. Yeah. 
Um, and according to this, oh, I forgot also, the screenplay was written by um, like acclaimed author Elmore Leonard, uh, wrote the script, who some listeners may recognize the name of. I know Tarantino, I, I know him, there's been other adaptations of his work, I believe, but Tarantino uh, has cited Elmore Leonard for being like his biggest inspiration for like the way he writes dialogue. That's awesome. Um, and also, uh, Jackie Brown is an adaptation of an Elmore Leonard novel. Oh, okay. Uh, Rum Punch. Oh, that's um, awesome. Uh, uh, who, who directed uh, Midnight Express, did you say? I forgot already. Min- oh, uh, hmm. Alan Parker, okay. I believe. Um, and one more tidbit for the tall T is that during filming, it was actually called The Captives, Mix. which was the name of Elmore Leonard's original story title. And or the Tall Writer. Just prior to release, the title was changed to the Tall T, the name of the Tenvord Ranch in the early scenes. Huh. All right. So, yeah. so um, now we we enter the part of the show now where I have to, uh, to change, uh, rank or to figure out what the rank of these are. Yeah. Okay. So, are you going off of um, audience score or the or the critics? Uh, we'll have to do. Uh, I planned on just doing the audience, the star. Uh, that's rating. fine. I just want to make sure, like, what mindset I'm in. Um, okay. Because <sighs> this is interesting. Because we have we have one that's on the Criterion Collection. We have one that's from Sydney Pollock. We have uh, one about drugs. <laughs> so. so. Uh, yeah. Also, I didn't really say anything about Midnight Express because. Uh, never seen it but I do want to also note that this movie had six Academy Award nominations Midnight Express did it won <clears throat> best, best screenplay based on material from another medium written by Oliver Stone oh wow okay it won for best music original score and it was also nominated but did not win best picture best actor in a supporting role John Hurt best director Alan Parker and best editing Wow. Okay. So, so these are some like these are actually some like big hitters. I was kind of and it is, by the way. Uh, I did want to note it is, in fact, based on a true story. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's what I was saying. You got you got the movies and the descriptions right, but like every piece of <laughs> everything you had else was wrong. Completely <laughs> the opposite. Yeah. Um, but hey, that's fine. <laughs> you still you still uh, got it. Once you say Oliver Stone, you pretty much guarantee that that's a, that's the event that actually took place. Um, yeah. Okay. So. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So you actually brought some like heavy hitters as far as films go, because um, yeah. I was expecting. And I. Yeah, I did want to note also. Sorry. Um, I did, you are correct, so um, They Shoot Horses, Don't They, was actually the first one that I like picked. Like That's the first one that I randomly decided to go with. And then I, Midnight Express was the second one that I decided to go with. And then I did, in fact, pick The Tall T because I just watched it last week, and that other one's title I thought would throw you. I did. <laughs> yep. So that's like the one piece of reasoning that you had correct. Yes, I got, I got one logic. Uh, so that's one tiny bonus point. <laughs> these are like, like I said, these are like some uh, heavier hitters than I thought they were going to be. I assumed that the yep. first episode you would just really like, you know, pull some like 
uh, weird Jalo films, and you know, it's like something that like you know, no one's ever heard of or seen that, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Um, so, so yeah, that really uh, sh- uh, reshapes my thinking for the ranking here. Um, yeah. The fact that like, did you say all three of these got Academy nominations or just the first two? Uh, just the first. The Tall T did not. Okay. <clears throat> um. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> so this is audience score. Man, um, I'm going to say that um, because the Tall T is a Western, and because the Tall T is set in the 50s, and because it only recently got added to uh, to the Criterion Collection, I'm going to say that it is number three out of the rank. Um, so far, my logic has been spot on. So... <laughs> So, so we'll right. see. We'll see how all of that plays out. Um, let's see. Number two, I'm going to go with. Um, I mean, it's between Oliver Stone and it's between Sidney Pollock, and I feel that um, they shoot horses, don't they? Is just under Midnight Express. So it goes. So the order goes: number one, Midnight Express; number two, they shoot horses, don't they? And number three, the Tall T. And out of this, you got one correct. Okay, you you can just tell me. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, Which the order one? is? They shoot horses, don't they? Midnight Express, the Tall T. So I just got them flipped, but but they gotta be. Yeah. I figured they gotta be pretty close, though, right? Do you know? They. Yeah, they're pretty close. Yeah. Um, did you want to guess the scores? Or you want me to just tell you? No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna get into the, okay. the numbers here. Um. I, I would say, I mean, I would say all three of them are, are above um, six and a half, easily. Yes, that is correct. I won't even try to guess uh, the actual numbers. Yeah. Um, go ahead. And so, They Shoot Horses, Don't They has a 7.8 out of 10. Okay. Uh, Midnight Express has a 7.5. The Tall T is at 7.3. Okay, so they're all pretty evenly spread. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it really it, for first and second, it really was a toss up between just like, you know, how many more people have seen an Oliver Stone film, uh, or not not film, but like written by, um, yeah. compared to a Sydney Pollack film. That's that's kind of where I was at. But I figured, like I said, usually the the westerns are usually lower, only because um, uh, there's just so many of them, and people don't watch them as especially now, you know, mm-hmm. pre or post IMDb. So the fact that this is on Criterion, I bet that score is going to go up um, in the future. I bet I bet this show, if you look back on this episode um, a year or two from now, I bet that score will be different. Uh, just because Criterion usually helps, you know, get mm-hmm. get those titles into more uh, more hands. So that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, and that'd be cool too. That mo- that was a good movie. I did like it. So uh, so I guess I guess the um, homework <laughs> is to find and experience Midnight Express. Um, yes. I, and I, Which, go ahead. Uh, I believe the streaming somewhere. I believe it is not streaming. Cool. Uh, you would have to. I mean, you could pay to rent it on Amazon Prime. It looks like, but it is not like streaming. It's not readily streaming. Right. It's it's available though. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. Um, oh, uh, maybe I should also just go ahead and note the other ones as well. The Tall T again is on the Criterion Collection. Uh, it looks like it's streaming. You can watch it on Plex, which is one of those free, like uh, I think with ads. Okay. 
I believe with ads. I don't use it. Um, and then uh, they shoot horses, don't they? Not available on any of those. Uh, you would have to find and purchase the disc. That's the, uh, that's <laughs> Evidently. the... I think it's actually, if you search it on YouTube, I, th I think it's one of those that like the whole thing is on YouTube. Somebody uploaded it. Cool. Yeah, I believe so. Well, I've never seen any of those, so I will definitely uh, try to remember. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll be, I'll definitely be texting you in a week, going, "What, what was that called again? What was the, what was you won't the... even, You won't remember to text me to ask. I don't think. But no. I mean, I can't possibly now <clears throat> forget about the inhumane dance competition. Yeah. Even though I just forgot. Exactly. It's. I know it's dancing. I know there's there's an inhumane part about it, <laughs> and they're yeah. all contestants. I can't forget that. And then like the Billy Hayes one. I mean, I said those types of movies usually don't uh, <clears throat> appeal to me. Uh, I, I respect Oliver Stone um, as far as uh, uh, an artist, I guess, a creator. But usually those films, uh, the uh, biopic style stuff, uh, usually doesn't. I mean. It's whatever for me. Um, yeah. And then uh, the tall T. That one does sound good. Uh, I mean, they all sound good, but to, for me personally, that one sounds intriguing. I might actually yeah. enjoy that one. Uh, and it would only run off like an hour and eighteen minutes of your day. You're just you're yeah. in and out. That's great. That's yeah. There's there's a lot of movie crammed into those hour and eighteen. Like they they trimmed off all the fat. There's like no extra. Like it's. It's very good. I thought it was really good. It was pretty cool. You, uh, so you've seen uh, they shoot horses, don't they? Uh, yeah, I saw it once. I I honestly don't remember much. It was a few years back. I'd I'd, I'd like to rewatch it. Dancing. Yeah, like, yeah. The 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 whole movie is is yeah. I'm sure that they deliver, you know, on that there's, promise. There's actually a uh, there's an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where they end up. Um, having this like the, this like a local radio program hosts this dance marathon, and they have it at the bar that they run, and uh, like the, whoever wins the dance marathon, like the last one standing, wins the bar. Oh, because Charlie is an idiot and he puts up the the bar as a prize because he can't read and he's a fucking idiot. And that that episode was inspired by that movie. That's incredible. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, like it does. It definitely feels as though um, uh, this idea has uh, inspired other things that are in our current pop culture. You know, like any kind of endurance. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I'm not going to say that the Hunger Games are that, right? That's definitely more like the the most dangerous game. Uh, but but the idea of like you know people competing for someone else's entertainment um, and doing something that. Um, you know, might be mundane and it's in, you know, in, in normal circumstances, but taken to an extreme, that's kind of fun. Um, okay. Yeah. I, so I, I have a challenge for, for both of us <clears throat> real quickly here at the end, since, uh, since you've never seen Midnight Express and I clearly have not seen Midnight Express, how does it open? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, so, so we got Billy Hayes, who's an American college student who is, um, who gets arrested in Turkey for smuggling drugs? How does how does how does Midnight Express open? Like what is like the first like the opening credit sequence or whatever you you want to you know however you want to say this? Just uh, uh, give us uh, um, give us your best guess. I'll give mine. 
and then we'll see how close we are. And then, and the people who are listening who have seen the movie are going to be like, oh my god, he's fucking idiots. Yeah, but they just heard me for an hour saying the same thing. <laughs> so, um, um, I am going to guess. Or how about this? That uh, should we write it together? <laughs> should we should we write the opening of Midnight Express together instead of instead of competing against each other on this one? Let's let's collaborate. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I guess the first question is: Does it start with him in America at college, or does it start in Turkey? I was picturing like we're on a college campus somewhere. Yes. Uh, I pictured a the opening shot of like a wide like crane shot like wide shot of like the campus i feel like though and then it like zooms in on him like fucking like walking on down the sidewalk disagree that this that um the reason he's in turkey is because of some kind of exchange program or like or or, or he's there like on like some kind of student visa like he's not there on vacation mm-hmm. he's not you know right you know what i'm saying yeah, like, he, like he's there for yeah. school something um yes. so maybe so maybe this is like uh he's there on like a summer program and so the opening sequence is like uh, the spring semester ending, uh, uh, and he's in the in, he, in the U.S. Right? He's he's getting ready to like yeah. you know get ready to go to Turkey. His friends are all like, "Yeah, Turkey for for for, for six weeks. Yeah, it's gonna be great. All those all those Turkish babes doing their Turkish thing, or you know whatever, right?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oliver Stone was. <laughs> That's exactly what you wrote. Verbatim. I just read the script. <laughs> <laughs> Turkish babes doing. Turkish things, <laughs> pre pre Turkish pre pre Constantinople things, yeah, yes, <laughs> or pre Istanbul things. Um, okay, yeah. So so we agree that there's like uh, in the opening credits or like the opening sequences, there is definitely uh, a college campus represented. Um, uh, classes or or are, are classes getting out or are classes like is it is like is the, is the is the last school day beginning or is the last school day ending? Oh, it's ending. Okay, it's ending. So I think I think he gets on. He he leaves and goes over there pretty pretty quick, slinging his backpack over his shoulder. And he's like, and it says like Turkey or bust on the on the side of it, and like a sticker. <laughs> <laughs> this is like his whole life. He's been waiting to go to Turkey. <laughs> so okay, so why so why is he going to Turkey? That's the question. So so we've already said that it's for like some school related thing, but is like. How is it related to school? Is he like a? Is he studying history? Is he is he like like a history major? You think? Could be. I can't think of any other reason to go to Turkey. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm struggling to come up the, with a the, reason. The tourism board of Turkey is just is just <laughs> yeah. banned this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think um, of any reason to go to Turkey, Thomas. <laughs> I mean. I mean, it has to be something, you know. Uh, related to the culture or yeah. the history of of the area, right? <clears throat> but also something I'm assuming that like uh, Billy comes from a family that uh, is well off. Like maybe he used like Harvard or Yale or Princeton, right? Like a like a well off family, but uh, he's trying to be like uh, independent. He's trying to be like I'm doing. You know, I want to do this on my own type thing. Uh, and that's how he gets involved with the drug smuggling, is that um, he needs money overseas. See, I was thinking 
I was thinking maybe he, maybe it's because he's like a young, naive American in this foreign country and like a crime, like a crime ring, like try like makes him a mule or something. Like, like he's not even like um, actively involved. He's, he's almost just like uh, uh wrong place, wrong time type situation. I can't, yeah, I bet so. Um, I mean, I, I don't know if the, if Oliver Stone would grab a hold of that. I feel like uh, Oliver Stone wants something more uh, active, but maybe. Um, I don't know. I think from what I know about the movie, I think, uh, and obviously I haven't seen it, so I don't know, but f- all I know about it is that it's known as like the Turkish prison movie, and so I, th- I think that it, I think the chunk <laughs> of it is in the Turkish prison Okay, think, so then maybe it's I think like a, a, I think a lot of it is him being like tortured and like beaten in Turkish prison. <laughs> maybe the idea is that the story is um, is um, how innocent or how guilty is Billy Hayes, and and, and are like the, and, and is the punishment uh, worthy of the crime? Like that's the story that is being told here. Okay, so Billy Hayes leaves leaves college. Mm-hmm. This happy this happy kid, ready for the summer, a summer in Turkey. <laughs> And then he gets to Turkey, and he's on the train on the Midnight Express to Istanbul, <laughs> and we, we we all clap for the for the title. <laughs> and uh, someone someone walks by and drops like a brick of cocaine in his backpack without him knowing because he's tired, right? He's like jet lagged, right? Like they literally just like put it and like they tell the pickup, "Hey, it's this dumb American, right?" Like just steal his his backpack. That's where the drugs are, but then he gets caught before that happens, and the the police assume that he is you know working with the dealers in some way, and he's just like, no, I have no idea how this got in there. This isn't mine. And they're like, yeah, sure, it's not yours. You know, sure, you know, you're a rich American. You can come over here and do drugs and right. Uh, okay, so that's uh, we'll say that that is what American. Or sorry, that is what Midnight Express is. Is we'll say that, and we'll we'll have to watch it now and see <laughs> how wrong we are. Yeah, not, it's gonna open if. up with him in Turkey, and like everything that we said is completely wrong, and he like doesn't want to be there. <laughs> and the only way to get to America is to smuggle drugs so he can get a plane ticket. Yeah. <laughs> There's not a train in the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's a bus. <laughs> I, I like. I like the image in my head though of like <laughs> of like the helicopter shot coming around as the trains going through and you see Midnight Express on the side of the train. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Well, yeah. that was fun. I hope everyone um enjoyed what we just did. Yeah. Uh, we'll try to be a little more uh, organized next time, but uh, and have a title hopefully for the show. Um, yeah, ideally. By the time this airs, I'm sure we will. Well, by the time you're listening to this, there's probably a title on it. <laughs> there is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So whatever so, that so whatever that was that you just read, thanks for listening. Turkey or bust.